This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's time for a house party. From like a mountain in Vermont to the beach in the Hamptons. We're progressing, baby. <laughs> and we're singing a familiar song. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, January 17th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Spider-Man, it turns out, is no match for Ghostface. The fifth installment of the iconic horror film franchise Scream debuted at the top box office spot this weekend with a killer $30.6 million in domestic box offices, ending Spider-Man No Way Home's four-week reign. Spider-Man trailed behind Scream with $20.8 million this week and a gross total of almost $700 million. Sing 2, The 355, and The King's Man rounded out the top five. Will Forte is returning to his old stomping grounds next week to make his Saturday Night Live hosting debut. Forte will be joined on the January 22nd episode by musical guest Mainskin, the Italian rock band that won the 2021 Eurovision Song Contest. This will be Forte's first time hosting the show and his first time back at Studio 8H since popping in for a quick cameo on November 19th, 2016 to join host and his former castmate Kristen Wiig during her monologue. Timothy Oliphant is ready to don his famous hat again. Almost seven years after Justified ended its six-season run, the FX crime drama is returning to the network with the new limited series Justified City Primeval. Oliphant reprises his Emmy-nominated role of U.S. Marshal Raylan Givens on the adaptation of the late Elmore Leonard's novel City Primeval High Noon in Detroit. It's currently unknown which other original Justified actors could also return. Disney is stuffing Tim Allen's holiday movie icon Scott Calvin, also known as The Santa Claus, down the pop culture chimney once again on a new limited series from the actor's last band standing showrunner Kevin Hench. The studio announced Friday that Allen is set to reprise his role as the jolly figure in the limited-run Santa Claus TV series, a project he will also executive produce for the Disney Plus streaming network. The series follows Calvin on the brink of his 65th birthday when he realizes that he can't be Santa forever after stumbling with his holiday duties and juggling his personal life. Then he sets out to find a replacement Santa as he plots a move back into the normal world. And Jordan Cashmeyer, who appeared on season five of the MTV reality series 16 and Pregnant as a young mother who battled homelessness, has died in Maryland. She was 26. Cashmeyer appeared on the series in 2014. That season chronicled her struggles to find employment and housing while she was pregnant with her daughter, Evie, with her then-boyfriend, Derek Taylor. The MTV alum struggled with addiction, but prior to her death, she celebrated a year of sobriety in January 2021, sharing a flyer for her anniversary celebration at a church on Facebook. A cause of death has not been shared. For more on those stories, plus other news, including the reason Succession star Brian Cox turned down a role on Game of Thrones, our season finale post-mortem on Yellow Jackets, and our interview with the actor whose character was killed on Sunday's episode of 1883, head on over to EW.com. 
All right, we are hitting a high note right away with our number three pick, That's My Jam. Jimmy Fallon hosts the newest musical NBC game show, featuring some of your favorite stars battling it out in teams through hilarious song and dance challenges. Some of these games, like Slay It, Don't Spray It, Mixtape Medley Showdown, and Wheel of Musical Impressions are inspired by fan favorites seen on The Tonight Show. Tonight's episode puts Anthony Anderson and T-Pain up against Ryan Tedder and BB Rexa, who slays Rihanna's only girl in the world in Nonsense Karaoke, the game in which players sing a popular song, except all the lyrics have been replaced with total nonsense. Here's a clip from the episode. Whenever you're ready. I'm nervous. Okay. We got you, BB. Ready? Ready? You got this. You I got guess this. so. Give me a going to guess you've never heard Rihanna's song quite like that before. You can catch the full episode of That's My Jam tonight at 9 on NBC. Trivia. It is trivia time. Which of the following shows has not featured BB Rexa as a guest? RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, The Masked Singer, or American Idol? Stick around for the answer. Now, let's return to today's picks with number two, The CW's 4400. The sci-fi reboots mid-season premiere picks back up in the aftermath of Mildred attacking Bill on camera, which showed everyone how dangerous the 4400 might be. The scene remains chaotic, and the government is trying to figure out their next move, which, surprise, apparently lands on keeping the 4400 sequestered and under surveillance. Here is a clip from the episode. Those 4,400 who have signed our contracts will now be placed under our conservatorship for everyone's safety. Until we know more, they will be held at the hotel with no outside contact. That means no more phones or access to the internet. They'll be subjected to a new regimen of medical care and testing and all information obtained will be the property of the federal government. They will be sequestered in the Bois Blanc until further notice subject to questioning and their movement within this facility will be monitored. Guards are authorized to use force if necessary. Are you okay? I'm so sorry, the conservatorships give them the legal right. I, I don't know what we can do. So we're back to being prisoners. Some of us more than others. Hmm, anyone else get the feeling that's gonna backfire? Well, elsewhere this week, Rev is confused by his new ability, Jarrell gets some unexpected news, and no one seems to know LaDonna's whereabouts. Keyword being seems, perhaps. 4400 returns tonight at 9 on The CW. Folks, our number one pick is coming up. Don't go anywhere. What to Watch will be right back.
Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, Betty White was born 100 years ago today on January 17th, 1922. Born in Oak Park, Illinois and raised in Los Angeles, White would go on to have one of the longest and most illustrious careers in television history. After spending the 40s working in radio, White officially hit the TV airwaves in 1949 on the local variety show Hollywood on Television, for which she snagged her first Emmy nomination. By the 1960s, White was a staple of TV game shows, from What's My Line to Make the Connection to Password, earning her the nickname The First Lady of Game Shows. The first of White's two most famous TV roles began in 1973 when she joined the cast of the super successful CBS sitcom The Mary Tyler Moore Show, playing happy homemaker Sue Ann Nivens, a role that snagged her two Emmys. Then in 1985, she debuted as Rose Nyland on NBC's The Golden Girls, a surprise hit that stirred the cultural zeitgeist with its frank discussion of taboo topics. In later decades, as generations of other stars came and went, White managed to endure and thrive, from guest appearances on numerous sitcoms to her role as widowed caretaker Elka Ostrovsky in TV Land's Hot in Cleveland. As you're no doubt aware, White died December 31st at age 99, just a little over two weeks shy of her 100th birthday. You can find much more on her life and legacy, including her final EW interview at EW.com. And now it's time for summer in January with our number one pick, Summer House. After spending last summer quarantined together, season six of the Bravo series sees the housemates get back to their regular routine, weekdays hustling in New York City, and weekends out east in the Hamptons, packed with epic parties, dramatic love triangles, and plenty of rosé. Speaking of those love triangles, this season will also see some drama trickling down from spinoff Winter House, with the addition of star Andrea Denver to the cast, along with visits from Southern Charm's Austin Kroll and Craig Conover, who will potentially reignite some winter romances in the Hamptons. And with Kyle and Amanda's wedding approaching, their relationship will be put to the test in a major way as the stress of wedding planning combines with personal and professional issues to create a very bumpy road to the altar. Here's a preview. I see you and I'm like, hey. <laughs> Are we just gonna fall back into like what we do? Have sex, have sex. Chief from front to back. You're saying one thing to her and one thing to Sierra. Luke, go get maple syrup, dude. Actually getting married. Doesn't feel like it's really happening. Realize our relationship is at jeopardy here. Our whole relationship isn't my responsibility. Does he understand that he's literally on the brink of losing you? Man, you thought quarantine was the ultimate relationship test? 
Well, see how this all plays out. It begins with the season premiere of Summer House tonight at 9 on Bravo. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following shows has not featured BB Rexa as a guest? RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, The Masked Singer, or American Idol? Time to unmask the answer. It's The Masked Singer. Rexa was a guest judge on Drag Race All-Stars 5 and a contestant mentor on Idol Season 16. Perhaps she'll appear on The Masked Singer one day, though of course we might not know right away. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. This episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal.